Hi guys, happy Tuesday. This is episode 98. Woohoo! We are counting down to episode 100, which I am dropping on Valentine's Day. So stay tuned. Some super cool stuff coming up. Today I have a very, very special guest here. His name is Erman. Tell me if I'm pronouncing it right. Berardi. Berardi. Yes. Hi, how are you? I'm great. You can hold off for one hundred for me. <laughs> Come on, <Kat. laughs> well, maybe I'm going to invite you to be back for the 100. How's that? <laughs> okay. I'm thinking about inviting like a bunch of people. Awesome. Let me introduce you to my crowd. You are, you're multi-talented. You are a producer, right? You're a screenwriter and you organize events all over Hollywood, correct? Correct. Yeah. I mostly do industry events so film music all that good stuff i've awesome. done it in la i've gone international too i've done london and toronto internationally so but mostly i do them in la yes okay super cool oh my god you gotta hook me up i'm very excited so you're willing to come and talk to cat on the loose about dating and relationships feel free to talk about sex if you want to because this is a podcast about sex dating and relationships Ooh, my favorite topic <laughs> i would guess working in hollywood and working in la you have tons and tons and tons of cool stories correct yes ma'am you want to hear something funny and this is what drew my attention to the nerd podcast yeah when you hit me up when you hit me up about it i was like you know what why not because i very <laughs> rarely get a chance to talk about this stuff oh, dating, dating and sex in la so funny story just two things i'm gonna drop i'm gonna drop the bombs drop, drop the bombs drop the bombs First off, this person you know, I already told you this ahead of time, but uh, I didn't actually start dating until my 30s. Oh, yeah, yeah, you told me that. That's unbelievable. You were like a 20-something-year-old yeah. virgin. I'm, I'm, I'm 32 right now. Oh, my and, God. Um, yeah, I'm 32 right now. I just turned 32 back in November. Uh -huh. And my second bombshell for you, okay. this is, yeah, I haven't told you this yet, but um, living in L.A., crazy enough, people don't even, people are surprised I tell them this. I'm actually celibate. Really? Yeah. So, so you never had sex? Well, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say never, <laughs> never, ever. Okay, so, so I had you had sex before. What I, what I will say <laughs> for your audience, and I know some church friends will probably listen to this as well. So <laughs> what I will tell you is that in this current space and time, uh -huh. I am celibate. Well, I'm uh... not going to tell people if I'm a virgin or not. I'm just going to say okay. I'm celibate. So it's surprising. Wow. Yeah. How long? How yeah. long have you been celibate? Um, several years, actually, because I moved to L.A. in 2017. Is it? No, I think it's kind of cool. Is it for religious reasons, for personal reasons? Why? Because, you know, I being in the Hollywood scene, people expect me. Can I host a lot of events? I'm like the, the guy. Erman, can you be a little closer to your microphone on your computer? Oh, yeah, sure. Thank you, because the audio is not that great. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Okay. It's, it's, people are surprised because of the fact that, you know, I host a lot of events. I'm in the scene. I know a lot of people. Exactly. I'm a, I'm a socialite. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's like, I don't want to be that guy who just utilizes my my status to get women, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and, and, and for me, wow. <laughs> um, I, I didn't want to be that okay, because I love you know the show Entourage. I love that stuff. It's really cool. I, I do like too. I'm stuff. a huge, huge fan yeah, of Entourage. Yeah. But I decided 
didn't want to be, I don't want to be just like any other guy. Uh-huh. Is, is, I don't want to be known for that stuff, you know? Unbelievable. Um, Amazing. Yeah. So, but are you looking for someone? Like, do you want to be in a relationship? Are you... Yeah, so I, I'm all for it. I'm all, definitely all for it. I, if, if something comes along my way, comes on my way, comes along, what's the expression? If something comes my way, for sure, I'm open, <laughs> open, to open to it. But, you know, it's hard in LA because, uh, you know that expression, like, you know, there's something better around the corner? Yes. And I think I've run, I've run into that uh, when it comes to a lot of women in LA, you know? Yeah. Um, I've never had, here's a funny thing, <laughs> on, the date, on the dates that I have had, um, they've been all great they've all been fantastic i met really great women along the way um and you know they've always ended well you know whether it's making yeah or yeah hunting, yeah you know? um but funny enough there's always something that it, it stops it there it's like uh -huh. first day we're talking for a little bit I and then see. you pull a hold off i'm busy <laughs> <laughs> i totally understand that i agree the la dating yeah. scene is tough and i do think a lot yeah. of people just want like a one-night stand or something that is not serious it's a complicated industry our industry and i'm super surprised because like you said this industry in general especially you being out there nightlife parties that a lot of people are party people but not everyone yeah. i'm not either you know I'm I'm not celibate. I have done man diets. If you listen to my past episodes, like meaning yes, I go yeah. on I go on super long breaks from dating because I get sick of it. And yeah, I prefer many times to just stay home with my dogs than be out there <laughs> with somebody I don't want to be with. You know. <laughs> so, so this is kind of funny. So this happened a few months ago. Okay. Uh, my my roommates Lido and I we lived together, and then for a good portion of 2021. Our friend Jonathan came in to room with us in LA. So there's two bedrooms here, and so when he came in, I was, you know what? Let me give him my bedroom. You take my bedroom. I'll take I'll take the couch. How nice so of for, you! Yeah, for summer summer month months, I was on the couch, uh, and Ludo and Jonathan had their bedrooms. And the bedroom, sorry, the 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 living area is smack dab in the middle mm -hmm. of both rooms. <laughs> so there's been several occasions where, like, I kid you not. Like Lido will have a girl in his room doing their thing. Jonathan will be in his oh, room. Oh, you thing. poor and baby. Them. And I hear them. I hear them. And I'm, here I am in the center, like, on my phone writing poetry. I like writing. Oh so, like, they're having, they're having sex. And I'm, like, on my phone writing poetry. Like, hey, guys, quiet down. I'm trying to write. I'm trying to concentrate. You're, like, the nicest friend in the world. Oh, my God. I don't know if I would do that much for my friends. <laughs> That's super cool. Sacrifice to be a good friend, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's get down and dirty. You dropped the bomb that you're selling, but I think that's super cool. I'm sure a lot of girls out there are going to listen and say, wow, he must be like a really nice guy. So I don't think that's a bad bomb. Good for you. You stick to your guns. But you're around Hollywood. Do you have any yeah. juicy, fun stories, you, even if you can name names, like anything cool that you've seen out there, anything crazy that you've seen out there? You told me, remind me of something that happened at Nobu. I have no idea what, what happened at Nobu, but you mentioned that. Oh, okay. Well, that is <laughs> a Hollywood story, but that is a funny dating story that I can jump into. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah. Let me get to the Hollywood stuff later. Okay. Uh, okay. So, this happened last uh, May. So, there's this girl that I was uh, following on Instagram for a while, and we chatted every now and then. We met at one of my events, and we were friends, you know, just friendly, right? And eventually, I was able to get her to dinner. So 
I took her to Nobu. And it was funny. Which Nobu? Nobu, West Hollywood or Mount, West Hollywood? Malibu. Malibu. Ooh. Malibu. Going all in. For you guys that don't know, let's do a parenthesis. For you guys that don't know Nobu, any Nobu is great. But Nobu Malibu is like extra, extra fabulous and special, correct? Not to mention how expensive it is. <laughs> I was trying to go all in. I was trying to impress. So <laughs> I, sure. I, I did the Nobu in, in Malibu. Wow. Uh, and what's funny is we didn't even solidify if it was a date or not. We're just like, it was kind of an assumption, I think, on both our ends. Uh-huh. Because it's, because it's. it's yeah. So what's crazy is, I, you know, I did the whole thing. I did, I spent like 300, 400 bucks on this dinner. <laughs> and, 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 and my friend, I, my, one of my roommates I was telling you about, he was a trooper. At the end of the night, after chipping and everything, I was like down to my last 20 bucks. And I was like, and we took an Uber. We took an Uber to, to Nobu. Oh my God, that is so far away. That must have been so expensive. <laughs> I'm freaking out. Like, what do I do? I'm going to look so dumb right now. How do I get us out of here? I hit my friend. Hey man, this is, so, this is so embarrassing. Can you like sell me like 30 bucks to get me a, a ride back home? That is so cute. So, so we take it back to her place. We get this, this, we uh, take the ride back to her place. We get dropped off, uh-huh. and we're back at her her apartment. And she she likes uh, what is it called? Um, I forget what it is it's called. It's like inhaling in a way, like in, in, inhale air. I forget what it is. It's completely illegal, uh-huh. but it's like a thing where you it's like a mechanism to get high. Air. I'm sorry to get high. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm I'm gonna ask if you guys out there listening know what he's talking about. Please send us a message. I have no idea what it is, but okay. She wanted to inhale some air to get high. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so she does it. She gives me this this look, and in my head I'm like, "Are you about to vomit right now?" Oh. And she goes, she goes, and she goes, "No, no, I've done this many times before. I'm not gonna vomit." I'm looking at her face, like I'm pretty sure she's gonna vomit. So I said, I said it again. No, you're gonna vomit. <laughs> Next thing you know, she's like, grab the trash can, grab the trash can, oh, grab the trash. Oh I grab the trash can. She vomits. Oh, that is here, so good. Here's, here's the reason I bring it up, and and I actually kind of like it. So being on this first date with her, I like the fact that she vomited. Real? And what? Here's why. I'm gonna explain. Here's why. She vomited so, her three hundred dollar Nobu dinner, and you liked it. <laughs> that was weird, but here's why. It's because. Oh those few months that I was following her on Instagram, like I had this impression of her, like this beautiful woman, flawless. There's nothing can go, nothing can be wrong with her, right? <laughs> then when I see her vomit, it, it, it kind of gets me this this uh, vulnerable. Like I see her in her most vulnerable state. Right. You know, <laughs> drunk and vomiting her guts out. Like, oh, like I don't see her as a model anymore. I don't see her as like this beautiful Instagrammer anymore. I see her as human. Right. And I thought that was... And I thought that was great. So it didn't turn you off. It didn't turn me off. Now, mind you. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you are from another planet. I think most guys in the world would be pissed. Seriously. I mean, well, luckily it wasn't in the Uber. Luckily it wasn't in public. It was in her. Apartment. Right, right, and right. So, but for me, I was like, yo, this is this is a real her. This isn't like an Instagram model. I get to see the real person. <laughs> okay, so so she vomited, and then you left. Did you leave? Yeah, but did you guys date again? Did you go out again? Um, we've hung out a few times, uh, but it's just, it's nothing romantic. Nothing romantic. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, 
I'm busy, that kind of uh, thing. Yeah, she was probably yeah. embarrassed. I mean, I would be embarrassed because I understand you saw humanity in her, like nobody's perfect, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, if somebody takes you to such a nice dinner, it's such a special place, you know, and then you come home and you make an ass of yourself, you're doing whatever this drug is and you, you puke the dinner. I, I mean, it's not the nicest behavior, at least in my book. If somebody did that to me, I'd be pretty hurt. <laughs> I hope she listens to this podcast and we're not naming her name. We are not even giving any clue that people can find out who she is, but I hope she listens to this podcast and calls you and apologizes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But I have another story for you, bro. Go yeah. for it. I'm Check loving your out. stories. So you're only telling my about 12 13 000 downloads per episode so hopefully yours is <laughs> maybe yours is going to be 15 000 downloads so you're not telling the whole world so go for it <laughs> there you go so this happened back in i want to say 2018 and i get free tickets to the comedy club i'm not going to say which one okay I get free tickets to the comedy club here in la and so I'm actually the first one there for the show. I'm sitting at the bar waiting for the doors to open for us to go inside the main auditorium to, to hear the, to watch the comedy. And so I'm sitting there by myself, having myself a drink. And this girl comes in and we're the first two there. So we, we naturally chatted up. And I'm not going to lie to you. She, she wasn't her physical, like she wasn't like the, the my first choice, right? For someone to approach. Right. But you weren't she, physically attracted uh, to her. She's, she's still, she still had a cool vibe. She's had a cool vibe. Okay. She had it up. Had this really cool, like, dark, like, I don't know, she, she, she wore a black, had the tats and everything. So she, she reminded me of, like, a really cool, like, MUA, like, a <laughs> makeup artist or whatever, right? Okay. So we're vibing. And eventually we get a little, get a little, a little handsy. Um, and so we finally make it to the show. We, we're inside the, uh, the comedy show. And... I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a. When I get drunk, I'm not the type of person to make a scene. I, I still have some type of right. Yeah, me there. too. Me too. I can hold my alcohol. Yeah. But the, the more and more we drink, the more and more she gets rowdy, and I'm like, "We're at a comedy show. Please don't embarrass me. Please don't embarrass me. Please don't embarrass <laughs> me." Know. That's not good. Yeah. And so and so and so, mind you, we just met the night, so I have no obligation to whatsoever. So I'm not gonna lie to you. When she got super vocal and it got embarrassing, I like walked out. Yeah, I, I don't see anything bad in doing that. Like you said, you didn't walk in with her. She wasn't like a pre-planned yeah. date and she was embarrassing you in public. I would have walked out myself. I leave her alone per se. Like I, I stayed in the lobby at the end of that, sh that show. Uh -huh. And just, I, I, I don't want to leave her. I don't want to leave her hanging so I could check on her at the end of the night. Right. Yeah. And so I'm waiting in the lobby. The, the, the crowd clears out. This white guy who sat at our table is like, hey, go get your girl. I'm like, in my first off in my head, I'm like, get my girl, I don't have a girl. But secondly, I knew what he was talking about. And so I go in there and she is basically practically passed out, but not passed out, passed out, but she's like in a drunken stupor <laughs> and the and the employees are trying to get her out of there. Oh my and god. Looking, and I'm looking around like responsibility, but at the yeah. same time, like, yeah. you know, gentlemen, there's no one else around. How is she gonna get home? Right. Oh, so, oh, I call an Uber. We get to her apartment, the address that's on her ID. Mm -hmm. <laughs> First off, it takes like 
it takes like 10 minutes for us to get out of there out of the car because she's like in the drug and stupor oh, no. and the, the uber yeah the uber rider's like please get her out of here i don't want to be here any longer so outside her dated apartment so no help because she's like laying on the grass like trying to be funny and stuff i'm like I've been with you for an hour on the grass. You're being the nice guy. Out. Yeah, you're being the nice guy, taking her. Yeah, you're you're a major gentleman. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, can you please unlock your? Can you unlock this gate? Can we get to your apartment and <laughs> bring you to bed so I can go home now, right? And so after an hour of just playing around, she finally goes, "Ha ha, use my my old address. I don't live here no more." Oh my god! Seriously? And so. Oh, so I'm, at this point, I'm getting super frustrated. I'm like, I just want to be gone with you. So, but still, I don't want to leave her on the grass. I call yet. I call yet another Uber. Oh and I'm my really god! I'm grinding my teeth here at this point, Kat, because I'm like, this is not my responsibility. I'm, you're an adult. I'm an adult, but this is not my right, right, right. Now I, I kind of understand why I decided to become celibate. <laughs> I think, I think this is where, yeah, this is where we're headed. And so, and so, and so I take her, and so I call the Uber, another Uber, I take her to her, her actual apartment. Uh -huh. We get inside, we get inside, it's a studio apartment. We get inside and I'm thinking to myself, okay, once you go to bed, I'm outie. Get me out of here, right? Mm -hmm. Immediately, as we get in the apartment, she throws all her clothes off. Like, oh, I'm, I'm she wanted some action. <laughs> I'm telling you, like she's like naked, butt naked at this point. She, oh she's God. she's completely naked. She throws me on the couch. This is where my conscience comes in, right? Yeah. So yeah. I'm sober or not. Nothing's happening. Good for you. Good for you. So I she, commend she, you for that. I'm on the couch. She jumps on me. She tries. She tries to get me aroused. As much as I'm like, you know, my, my conscience. Yeah, you're, and I think I think maybe you are a little bit turned off by her behavior or not. Sure, I was turned off. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, I'm you're drunk, I'm not. And this is where the this is where the crazy part comes. And so I, I put her to bed so she can like, sleep, right? Uh-huh. And she she keeps trying to like get me in bed with her. Like, please, please, please. <laughs> and I'm like it took me like 30 minutes just to reject her in her, her in her, her own house. Oh my God. Right? Finally, here's the kicker. Finally, she gives and she goes, okay, fine. Nothing's happening. I'm like, I went, I went this sweat off my head. I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> she, goes, she goes, she goes, good thing we're not. Here's why. And she, she, she pulled out a bloody stamp on. Ew. Oh, yeah. that is so she freaking, goes, ew, I'm going to vomit. <laughs> she goes, she goes, she goes. Oh, thank God we're not doing anything. Here's why. And then she puts it back. Oh. Oh my oh, God. This so girl was a hot mess. Not my responsibility, but I just sleep on the couch just to make sure that she woke up and just fine. Wow. So we wake up. She wake, we wake up. She, she cooks me breakfast. She goes, Hey, did anything happen last night? <gasps> I said, Hell no. Look what's down there. Uh, she, 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 she's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Oh my god! And so, you know, we spend the morning together just chit chatting and, and hanging out. Nothing happened, and um, come to find out, this is where things get really messy. It's like a movie, right? Now. <laughs> come to find out that the reason, and it's kind of sad to be honest, the reason why she was a hot mess that night is because it marked the one year anniversary of her husband's death. <laughs> 
Okay, we give her a little bit of a pass. Yeah, I and, give her a pass because of that. And I admire you for putting up with so much because this is like the date from hell. I think most guys would have left and say, you know what? I don't even know you person. But this is my opinion. We all have our own personal hell. A lot of us have lost. I lost my husband, too. I don't know if you know the story. I even wrote a book about it. I think I'm really sorry. I'm going to be a little bit tough on her. I think there's no excuse to take your mess out in public and into somebody else's life. That's if you want to get, like you said, at least the other girl, when she did the inhale, the drug, whatever it was, she puked in her own house. It's at, at least it's your own mess. So what I tell for girls out there, most men get so turned off by women that don't know how to behave in public, you know, like know how much you can drink, know how much if you do drugs that's your freaking problem but no no you know to which extent you can behave and in your case like you said the comedy club you work in all over the the clubs your job is working in nightlife i mean she could embarrass you in front of people so i think we need to be considerate you know to other people so i'm sure i'm sure she was in pain i i know it's horrible horrible to lose a husband but I'm so sorry, nothing justifies, you know, that's just disgusting. And you are a major gentleman. I'm impressed. Thank you so much. And what <laughs> happened was, like, you know, we we're texting the next few days, just as friends, just being friendly, just to make sure she's okay. Uh-huh. And then finally, like on the fourth day, she goes, hey, listen, I want to thank you for being a gentleman that night and, and making sure nothing happens to me. Yeah. Uh, but also, I am in a mess. Uh, I'm still, like, getting over this 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 heartbreak. Uh-huh. Uh, so this is where this is where it ends. Like I'm gonna stop texting. She said I'm gonna stop texting you because I gotta I gotta be in my own space. And and I and I understood. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. That was last time I heard. From her. That was last I heard from her. So oh my I, I, I totally understood. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, ladies, I think, and I remember my dad used to say that to me because my father was French and he loved drinking and going out. And I think everybody likes a good time. Sometimes my father used to say to me, you need to learn how to hold your alcohol, meaning you need to know how much you, you can drink in public, you know, especially adults. You need to know your limit. I think it's a huge turnoff. Like if I went out with a guy and he got hammered, I'm sorry, but I don't want to be around that person anymore. I want to be around adults that know how to behave in public. At least, right? <laughs> 100%. And that kind of is my biggest turnoff when it comes to women in LA. Yeah. Wrong. Go ahead and party. Like, do your thing. <laughs> but when you become a bloody, when you come become a, 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 when you become a mess in public. I know. Um, yeah. Because of alcohol. Like, it, I lose my interest. Totally. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see a hot mess in public. Yuck. So you've been in a million parties. You organize all the super cool events around town. Do you have any juicy uh, celebrity stories that you can share? Juicy celebrity (laughs) stories. Have Uh, you seen anyone behaving badly or have you seen anybody dating anybody out there? Anything at all or not? uh, Unfortunately, nothing too juicy, but what I can see. I do have my moments where, you know, the expression, don't be your heroes. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a, a few celebrities. I'm not going to say them, but I will give you, uh, I guess I can give you some type of, okay, I'll tell you something. All right. <laughs> so back in 2012, I watched Hollywood for this big management and production company. And there was a certain comedy actor mm-hmm. who I met one day. Because he was hosting some type of, I think, auditions in the conference room at our at our internship, and so I was like, "Yo, this 
guy's really nice. He's like the coolest dude I've met so far in Hollywood. Mind you, we didn't, we didn't get on a buddy-buddy level. It's just that I was an intern at the time, and he just happened to have auditions at the office. Cut to maybe six years later. I see the same comedy actor at a pizza shop in uh, Los Feliz. Uh-huh. And in my head, I still have this impression of him. Oh, nice guy in Hollywood. Like, nice person I've ever come across. I see a fan approach him, and I teach you not, he gave the ugliest, like, stare at her to tell her to back off. Really? And, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. So he does whole, he does whole thing. I get it. He's, he's with a friend. He's having pizza with a friend. He's, yeah. he's having a dinner. But he didn't have to do that. He, he, he did this whole, like... Oh, oh, the, yeah, he's, you're doing like this gesture with your hand, like, go away, go away. Yeah, yeah go away. that's not nice. And I'm like, yo, he's, yeah. a, he's a fan, dude. Aww. Like, in my head, I'm like, she's a I fan. Know. Like, why did you do that? I know. That, 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 that's that's me. That's for me. Uh, liking him as a person. As Aww. an actor, totally still like him. I know. As a person. Maybe I'll, I'll tell you who it is after the recording. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, who knows? Who knows? Maybe I'll work with him in yeah no no i i agree with you we try we talk about everything here but i don't want to make anybody feel bad or anything you know yeah i don't want this guy coming like oh that's not i agree but i don't think it's nice because they treat fans super nicely like if they're promoting a movie if they're and then if they i don't like and there are a lot of people in this industry i agree with you i've seen a bunch on set that they're super nice to you if it's something they're trying to promote and then when you're working with them on a movie set or something just because you're not as famous whatever they're like super mean and i think that's disgusting i think the nice the super nice ones treat everybody with respect all the time right exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. and so um like i said that completely changed my perspective on celebrities just seeing it in person you mm -hmm. know um and what was crazy is he could have easily been like hey not now like maybe after dinner you know if you stick around maybe she I'll must have felt so bad i feel bad for her after dinner Aww. but then the way he just the way he shoot her off and like the expression on her face as a fan it killed me Aww. i would i i told myself i told my easier said than done obviously i told myself if i ever get that big if i ever blow up that big and get that famous i, I know never, i know i could yeah, never i agree i think i i try to treat people always the way i want to be treated i believe in karma and I yeah. think I, it doesn't matter how huge my podcast is getting. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm always going to treat people with so much respect because I think it's just, I don't appreciate people being nasty. I agree with you. Um, it's so much fun having you here. We're going to take a two-minute break and come back and see if you spill some more juicy stories for us. So stay here, okay? I'm taking a two-minute break. This is episode 98. Guys, I cannot even believe I survived 98 episodes of Cat on the Loose. I'll be right back. <laughs> this episode of Cat on the Loose is kindly, kindly sponsored by another podcast that I love so much. Ira on Sports by Ira Kaufman. If you're a sports fan like I am, I really, really recommend you guys check it out. Ira is a walking encyclopedia of sports knowledge. He's so cool. He's covering all sports events, major sports events all over the country all year long. He's here in LA for Super Bowl weekend. 
he is just the nicest, coolest guy. He's going to be covering golfing events coming up, NBA, everything, you name it. Ira on sports. Check it out. He is on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, AHA Radio, and uh, you can see his videos on Instagram, Ira on sports. Thank you so much for supporting Cat on the Loose. Yeah. All right, guys, we are back on episode 98 of Cat on the Loose with this super cool guy, Herman Baradi. He's a multi-talented guy. You do um, screenplays, right? Um, yeah. you, you organize events all over Hollywood, which is super cool. You guys check out his Instagram, Herman Baradi. I'm going to put all the videos online, like always. And you are here spilling the beans. You told us two super funny stories that happened with you. But I want to ask a few questions about your work. Are you? Okay, let's go. Because what you do obviously attracts a lot of attention and people are interested in it. And I think especially people that don't live in Hollywood, that don't work in our industry, they sometimes they want to know like inside information about Hollywood. So I'm going to ask you a few questions and, and you tell me if you want to spill it or not. Okay. Oh, for sure. 100%. So, all right. So when you, is it true? Like when you organize an event, how do people get in? Is it true that you like invite beautiful people like if a girl looks really cool really hot or this is just like a myth about hollywood okay <laughs> i'm gonna tell I'm the gonna, truth gonna... okay 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 <laughs> so uh, okay i'm not superficial however i do recognize the fact that in the social media age to attract people to what you do, mm -hmm. you have to have, you have to have attractive people. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my events, there will be pictures on social media of beautiful, like models, actors of both genders. Okay. Yeah. So when it comes to my events for social media purposes, of course, I am going to offer free tickets to some people. Right. To right. Google, yeah. Who will make it look better in, in press. In yeah. Media, you know, so say that there's like a really attractive actress um i know it sounds bad but let's, let's let's be honest with you like how can i get more people through the doors it's going to be attractive people right and so some, sometimes i'll get i'll i'll ask i'll give free tickets to certain people so that for social media absolutely okay i'm glad you're honest because you know what it's interesting they said i'm not superficial and i understand that because i'm not either But because of my social media, my photos, everything, many times people misread me and they think, oh, she's just this dumb, blonde, bimbo partying every night. So, yeah, I don't think it's fair to judge people by the way they look. But I agree with you. People see us from the outside in. So I think your image goes a long way for what you want to do and promote. Do you agree? I agree. Yes, 100%. And also, I will let it be known that If you were to attend my events in person, mm -hmm. you'll see that anyone's welcome. It could be a one, it could be a ten. Uh -huh. Everybody is there. Really? So, so you don't have the bouncer yeah. at the door that might say to somebody like, no, you, like the Chateau no. Marmont. No, you're not coming in. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't do that. Everyone is welcome. I didn't actually don't even care how old you are. You could be 60. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. So you're like a little nicer than the average. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can be you can be in your 20s wearing a 
dangerous or you can be uh, uh, a 70 year old man in, in, in dad jeans. You can come in. I don't care. Like, you, wow. you, know, you do you. Okay. Okay. You can do you. So your events are like all inclusive and they're like yeah. a meet and mingle. Uh, sometimes people uh, need to get tickets. Uh, sometimes you give out tickets. So how do people reach you? Through your Instagram? Yeah, my Instagram, Erman Barati, uh -huh. R-M-A-N-B-A-R-A-D-I. My other page is my uh, brand page, Ermontourage. So, oh, yeah, Ermontourage. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I was so, trying to remember that. I love that, Ermontourage. Yeah. So you think of Montourage, you know. Uh, I'm never going to yeah. forget that because I'm like an obsessed Entourage fan. I stalk them. On, so I freaking stalk. My dream guest is Doug Allen. And I'm always like begging him, please come for my podcast, please come for my podcast. So far, yeah, you're gonna laugh. I got my story for you. Oh, tell me the story. Tell me the story. It, it, Is it a Doug Allen story? It's a Doug Allen story. Okay, wait. Let's do a shout out here. Let's do a shout out on camera for him. Doug, I'm doing my podcast with my dear friend Irma, and we are talking about you. I said you're my dream cast guest, and I'm an entourage obsessed woman. Can you please just freaking accept it already? Thank you so much. That way I'll stop stalking on your Instagram. <laughs> Tell me the story. Yeah. This is gonna be this not this is the juiciest thing ever, but it's fun. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, I love fun. And so 2018, this is four years ago, okay. summer of 2018, I host an event and somebody who attends the event, uh, who became a, a eventual friend of mine, she worked at the time for one of the media companies that produces the bus bench ads in LA. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, hey, I like what you do. Let me take you to lunch and I'll tell you more about the bus bench ads. Mm -hmm. And so I take the lunch and she's like, because of the fact that I like what you do and you're, you're a cool person, I would love to offer you... Um, a, a, a promo to take up five bus benches in LA uh, for three months. So she gave me a really good deal. And I took, I couldn't turn it down. And she says, you know, you can do whatever you want with these bus bench ads. Bus bench ads. So I decided to do one on my on my brand, but also make it funny in a way. Okay. And so yeah, so it was uh, the the bus benches were. A silly picture. I don't want to say silly, but it was a non-professional picture of me standing against the wall, <laughs> and it says "Hermontourage" and uh, as top Norker in Hollywood in quotes because that's what people call me. Like it's kind of like a, I guess like a title, right? Top Norker in Hollywood. And so the reason for me doing it is because it's cool to promote promote my brand, but also if my friends see it, uh -huh. it's like a funny they laugh. It's like a funny thing because like yeah. it's an ugly ass. It was ugly, girl. And I, it was on purpose because I wanted to make people laugh. Right? Yeah. And so, um, but also the day that it dropped, October 23rd, 2018, the day that these, these five ads dropped, by pure coincidence, my my parents were coming into town. So oh. I surprised them. Yeah, I was able to surprise them with these uh, these bench ads. And so, oh, cool. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. So it was pure coincidence the day that they, they come in. Um, but, um, the thing is, so it's up for three months, and it gets good attention, and, and people who I know on social media, they'll send me videos of them passing by. Yeah. <laughs> One day, out of the blue, my Instagram notifications start blowing up. I'm like, why is my phone blowing up right now? And our buddy, Doug Allen. Yeah. And I'm not saying nothing bad. I'm not saying nothing bad. Our buddy, Doug Allen, not knowing who I was, seeing my bus bench ad being called her montage, kind of like entourage. 
and it said tough Northern Hollywood. He low-key joked me on social media. He he posted a picture of my bus bench ad on Instagram. Oh my god, ca- that is so cool. The, the the caption the caption said the caption said, uh, who is this guy? Like, what can he do for you? And I'm like, oh no, he's making fun of me on his Instagram. Now mind you no publicity is bad publicity right? no not yeah. at all man if they made and fun of me i would feel so honored right right but but the reason why my my notification of blowing up that day is because people who know me uh-huh. follow him right were defending me they were defending me in his comments uh-huh publicity is bad publicity talk about me that's all that matters <laughs> i got some publicity i got some followers out of it so yeah 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 I yeah know, i don't know the picture still up maybe i am definitely gonna find out when we're done with the podcast i'm gonna do some snooping i honestly love those guys and i've been trying that's the it's interesting too i tell in my case right because i started my podcast two years ago Way before most, now I know also every celebrity has a podcast. Everybody has a podcast. Yeah. I started Cat on the Loose be, before almost everybody else because I used to do a radio show. I don't even think you know that. Most people don't know that. And then the pandemic hit and the radio station shut down. And I started like organically just venting about all the horrible people I was dating. <laughs> and I and it grew, it grew, it grew. And I was getting hundreds of messages on my social media. And I kept going. But I'm not a celebrity, right? I'm just an artist trying to do my stuff. So most of the time when I try to invite celebrities for my podcast, they don't want to come because, of course, they only want to go to the big, famous podcasts. But I keep trying and trying and trying because I think all of my guests are special and all of you guys are amazing and all of you guys are celebrities. So I'm super grateful for all of you. And I know that as it grows, hopefully I'll get bigger and bigger guests because we want to get exposure. But to me, it's interesting because if I were the super famous celebrity, I would pick to be interviewed by the podcast of the underdog, (laughs) you know? I'm the same way. I told myself uh, that if I ever make it big or when I make it big, I told myself. Exactly. Not if, when, Uh, when, when. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to look for those podcasts with like one follower. Exactly. Yes. How cool would it be? Two things. How cool would it be to say that you were there from day one? Exactly. Yeah. So say that the podcast blows up. Hey, I was there on day one. 
but also how cool would it be to help elevate that podcast? I know. I agree with you 1 million percent. So I keep sending them these messages. And of course, I understand they want like to promote their projects. They want to go to the super high end ones, to the ones with millions of views. But I'm like, come on, you know, sometimes it's cool to help a new growing project and and just help be a part of the underdog success. <laughs> so let's see, maybe we'll get one of the entourage guys here. I'll let you know. For sure. No, I'm always annoying them. I send Doug like 10 million messages. I said, hey, if you want to bring Sarah with you, I'll do an episode with you and Sarah, anything you want. <laughs> so we keep trying. But let's get back to you. So you have a bunch of super cool events coming up. People can get the tickets. By the way, guys, you can go to his website. Your website is on your Insta, right? It's right yes, there. Yes, yeah. yeah. So if you guys, if you guys are in Hollywood, in LA, uh, for people that don't know, we start our super busy um, award season now. I mean, we've been crazy busy. This weekend is Super Bowl, which is super cool. Then we have all these award seasons. So Herman has a bunch of cool events there, like networking events, events of our industry. And you're saying that anybody listening to us that wants to participate can get a ticket and get in, correct? Correct. Yeah. I'm not one of those people who are like, uh, you know, I, I don't care about social credit. You know, I don't care about yeah. how many followers you have. I don't care if you have any credits on IMDb. Like, I, hey, as long as you want to have a good time and, and you're a good person, uh, they can come. I think that's amazing. It's incredibly nice of you because let's be honest, not everybody in this industry is like that. There are a lot of events that are super private and they, they don't welcome anyone. So it's kind of like a good opportunity for people that want to mingle and get to know more people in this industry is actually reach out to you, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, is there any, yeah. oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, you know, the reason why I do this, the reason why I do that kind of stuff is because I know what it's like to, to not get into something. Oh, yeah. Hello. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> yeah, like, I've never, I've never been to One Oak. I've never even tried. I'm, I'm afraid to be like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> I know what it's like. So I, that's why I'm, like, our platform is so accepting to anybody. Like, I kid you not. Uh, there are a few people, I'm not going to name names, but there are a few regulars who I, who I have at my events who come in and, and like, you know, jogger shorts and like really messy looking shirts because I'm not gonna turn you away. I, oh, really? I don't want to, oh. I don't. That was gonna be my next question, Irma. Like, do you have a dress code? Because usually, when my friends from out of town, like I have, I know a lot of people in Miami because I used to live there. They ask me, "Oh, how is the LA scene? Do you dress up?" And I, I always tell them, "It's you don't really dress up. We are very casual, but it's kind of like casual." sexy or casual social dress to impress yeah. at least that's what i usually tell people because like we were saying people will look at you from the outside in no matter how nice you are so i would think if a dude shows up for for a, a, an industry event that you organize like wearing shorts and flip-flops i mean come on he can make a little bit more of an effort right oh for sure yeah yeah and he should and i recommend dressing up but if they don't I don't turn people away because I don't want to add to their mental health. Wow. Um, you're, I'm you know? shocked at how nice you are. <laughs> I, I, I'm not here to make you, like, you know, like, uh -huh. I, 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 speaking of which, I have such a passion with it when it comes to mental health and entertainment because yeah. of all the industries of all the cities in the world, 
like it's really bad here. So like just that one, I don't want that that one episode to cause you to go into the stir. You know, like oh, it's turned away from the bed because of how it looked. Yeah. You know, I don't want to make people feel bad. That is incredible. I I already admired you before we did the podcast. I follow your work. I love everything you do. But now I'm like, I swear to God, I'm a huge fan. I think you're an amazing guy. Obviously, you're a gentleman. You are super sweet. And I think you're demystifying a little bit about, you know, Hollywood events and this industry. And it is a closed circle. It is a tough industry. It's not for everybody. People ask me all the time, like, why do you put up in LA? People are so shallow. Da, da, da. Listen, I think people, there are shallow people everywhere. So that's number one. And yeah, it is a tight knit community. But like you were saying, just be nice, right? Be a nice human being and, and very likely you're going to be welcomed in here. Absolutely, yeah. So and, do you uh, want to talk about any, like, what is your main event coming up, if, if you want people to know about it? Oh, I know sure. you have yeah, a bunch. I have, several, I have several coming up. And actually, I do um, virtual as well for those who are not in L.A. Who want oh, to with, cool. Like, if you want to connect with other creative people, if you want to connect with special guest speakers, uh -huh. I have some virtually. Um, in L.A., actually, uh, tomorrow, Thursday oh. night. Um, oh, I see you. Yeah. Yeah, I have a, um, I have a gathering at social uh, sorry state social house which is in west hollywood a really cool like first off shout out to state social house but it's a really cool like upscale mm -hmm. bar it's not like a mm -hmm. not like a dive bar with the dive like dive bar food it's like actual cool awesome i think i gotta go food. to this one yeah yeah Check it out, West Hollywood. Okay, um, guys. So, yeah, in the yeah. spirit of Valentine's Day, Ermontourage is hosting a special mixer for the entertainment Thank industry. You. It's tomorrow, 7 to 9 p.m. If you guys are in the L.A. area, uh, yeah. you can find all the details on his Insta, Ermontourage, and your website, Ermontourage.com dot ticketleap.com yeah. yeah everything is there and after i drop this episode i'm gonna put the videos and all the information online just so people can yeah, yeah so funny enough so so because it's valentine's season so seven to nine is like the singles night the singles aspect and then after that anyone's welcome Anyone yeah i love that because a lot of single people feel so bad about valentine's day you know they're like oh i'm gonna hide under the blankets i'm gonna stay home and i think no see there are events out there welcoming us single people <laughs> hey i've never actually had a valentine so this year might be my first it might be my first like actual like yeah we'll see Arman, we'll i had the worst valentine's day story ever it, no it, it's that it's there on on season one i'll send you the link i told people about it and i asked i actually asked my listeners if anybody ever had a worse valentine's day story than mine and nobody ever found the worst so i'm like living proof that you can survive valentine's day trauma Basically, in two sentences, I was dating a long-term boyfriend. We were madly in love, I thought. And the whole Valentine's Day day, he was with another woman having sex with her, whining and dining her, buying her cardiac bracelets. While, while I was waiting, I thought he was in a business meeting. And I was waiting for him in his bed, in his apartment, wearing sexy lingerie. He comes home 10 p.m., doesn't shower, jumps in bed with me, has sex with me. <laughs> and at 5 a.m. in the morning, I find out because this other woman starts texting me. 
I know, disgusting, right? It's like the, it's right there. It's on season one, guys. You got to go there and listen to this. It's Valentine's Day turned Halloween story from hell. <laughs> this reminds me of, I just saw something. This reminds me of the Tinder swindler. Have you seen that? Oh episode? my God, yes. What a creeple. <laughs> that reminds, your story reminds me of that. Like, hey, like, <laughs> I know, but look, this is what I say. Make fun of the situation. Of course, I suffered like an idiot when, back then when it happened two years ago. But hey, move on and stay around people that deserve you, that respect you. There are a lot of nice people out there. And I always try to make fun of all the situations that happen to me because I believe in karma. So Moving on, let's get together at your event tomorrow night. The LA people, um, they can buy tickets, right, on your website. Yes, ma'am. Yes, awesome. It was yes. so amazing to have you, and I hope you come back. Of course, 100 episodes, right? Yeah, 100 episodes I'm going to drop on Valentine's Day. Then I am going to take a super quick break for like a couple of weeks, and then I come back for season five, if you can believe that or not. And I know I'm going to have a million questions for you because I know like we opened this whole box about talking about Hollywood, Hollywood events. And there is always so many questions people have about this lifestyle. So if you guys have more questions for Iman, DM me, DM him if you want, and I'll invite you to be back in a few weeks. Amazing. Thank you, you so much. This was so amazing. This was Cat on the Loose on Tuesday. I come back for episode 99 on Friday, just before Super Bowl weekend. And until then, I hope you guys have an amazing week. I'll talk to you soon.